Hi, check it out. You can see that my house behind me is drawing 120 watts. And I've got nothing turned on. Well, obviously something's turned on. So I thought I'd get a power monitor and actually audit the entire house to see what's drawing 120 watts when everything's switched off. All this fan and power stuff. Let's go. And no, that doesn't include my fridges because they are being powered from my EcoFlow battery here. Alright, let's start by auditing every single thing I can find connected to the mains. And a lot of them might be sneaky. Let's start with the washing machine here because it's a soft button one. So you can see that's drawing uh, 0.4 watts. And of course, residential customer like myself only pays for uh, true power in watts. Okay, we don't pay for VA, right? We don't pay for apparent power. So it's actually 16 VAR. There uh, won't go in difference between VAR, re reactive, and VA. Um, but yeah, there it is, right? 16.5 watts. But I'm only going to be paying for that 0.4 watts. But hey, that's 0.4 watts. So add it to the list. And this is not a standby appliance, really. It's an active uh, one. It's the alarm system, the Nest alarm system. It uses our old-fashioned wall wart like this. So... It's 11 watts, so that's chewing a huge chunk. The audio system for the back deck here, and yes, you can hear the birds in the background. <whistles> Mrs. EV Blog uses this for her workouts, and that's 1.8 watts, just being pissed away. And 0.55 watts for the dumpster monitor she uses for, like, uh, workouts out here. And my Zappy Car Charger uh, PC interface hub that logs all the data is 1.2 watts. And the garage door motor, it's got to sit there waiting for the infrared command. Um, <laughs> I've got my hanging multimeter here. What does it say? Uh, 3.77 watts, thank you very much. And the Melee dishwasher. Wow, that's really good. 0.15 watts. Then you've got like the entertainment system in the lounge room. <laughs> we've got like a brother printer in here. We've got an Xbox. We've got a DVD player. Uh, there's also a uh, network hub um, in there as well that's being powered. And of course the TV and the soundbar. And these are all like soft standby stuff. So I don't know. I could, maybe I could just like measure the whole lot. <laughs> and I forgot the Amazon Fire Stick. Um, it's just sitting there in standby. It's jumping around like a jackrabbit. I, I'm going to average it out at like one point two watts maybe and everything else combined i'm actually stunned by this one 3.2 watts so that's the tv the soundbar the printer the operational uh hub one of those little four port hub things um the dvd player and the xbox wow okay i was actually concerned by this one but you know i mean yeah you can switch it off three watts still three watts but geez that's that's all right i expect a lot more one of these Dyson HEPA filter thingies, uh, 0.2 watts. That's not too shabby. But once again, like the power factor on these is going to be terrible. There you go, 0.02 uh, power factor, 11 <laughs> VA. So, eh, you know, that current's got to come from somewhere. Bedside clock, ah, well, it's got one of these like um, sunrise lamp things, but that's not on. The lamp is actually physically not on. Oh, I just noticed it was slightly on. Look, it's got one of these sunrise things. Oh, look, look at that. Five watts. It's been chewing five watts all this time and I didn't even notice that that lamp in there is partially on. If I actually, it's just one button press, takes down to 1.8. Oh, wow. That makes a difference. I've been pissing away power there, not even realizing. Unbelievable. One of these brawn cordless uh, toothbrushes. 
0.66 watts. What if I take that out? 0.68 doesn't really make any difference. Just checking that the uh, second one, which is a different, uh, slightly different model, it's the same. And one of these night lights takes uh, 0.2 during the day, but if we turn it on at night, oh, it doesn't take much. It doesn't take much extra. There you go. Just one of these uh, random Warwart plug packs that we leave, you know, hanging around just for convenience for uh, like uh, charging up phones. 0.18 watts, you know, it all adds up. Then the cordless phone you see here, 1.25 watts. There's another plug pack that we use here for charging, 0.02. Wow, that's a Sony jobby. There you go. So <laughs> genuine Sony, that's naff all, but geez, what's the power factor on that? No, look at that, 0.3. Power factor 0.08 VA. What an excellent plug pack. Well done, Sony engineers. Wow. And the Smeg microwave oven with its clock, um, 0.64. That's not too bad, but still. Well, technically, a toaster doesn't take nothing. But we're talking not 0.3 watts, 0.3 milliwatts. So, yeah, I just think we're talking about, like, a cap on there, leakage in a cap on there, and that's it. And just one of these battery chargers that uh, we're too lazy to turn off, 0.28 watts. And my Lenovo laptop, well, surprisingly... Not much at all. We're talking like it goes from 0.04, oh, it just jumped up to two watts. It's got oh, one watt there. It's, it's jumping around half a watt like I could get an average consumption. But anyway, that uh, Lenovo adapter, that's really impressive. Actually, the MetroHit does actually have a mean mode. There you go. Oh, you just saw it uh, range up there. So eh, it's 0.38, it's climbing up. So, you know, you could leave it there for a while and average it. But, you know, maybe I'll call it like 0.5 maybe might eventually get there and this large AOC external monitor eh 0.25 and a ZTE uh, Wi-Fi routery thing oh six and a half watts jeez that's working 24 7 I don't know why we leave it on at night I don't think we actually have anything apart from like the zappy data logger or something like that or the um phase but neither of those work at night so i don't know we could like switch that off at night it's jumped up to 8.3 now and i found just like a random uh plug pack there you can see it in the background there, just not connected to anything i don't even know what it's for but it's on uh 0.25 watts about 0.4 watts for mrs ev blog's uh laptop power supply and the nbn modem Wow, well, 6.4 jumped up to 8 there. I don't know, can we average that to 7? But if you combine that with the Wi-Fi uh, router, then uh, that's a significant power if you're not using that overnight. And second Amazon Fire Stick with a random plug pack, 1.8 watts. And the second Sony TV here, it's not too shabby, 0.4 watts. So, you know, that's the uh, genuine Sony plug pack uh, power brick that came with it. Microsoft Surface Tablet here. Uh, 0.8. Second Surface tablet, but it's not actually plugged into the Surface, it's just the plug pack. 0.12 watts. Random plug pack I found just for charging. 0.02. Wow, what brand is this? Oh, old school Nokia. Um, so yeah, it pays like we've seen. Sony and Nokia, in this particular case, like really good and other high-end uh, brands, your reputable ones, they're, they're actually really pretty schmick. Once again, even on the VA... They're pretty good. And you've seen a repair video on this. We've got Huxley's Planetarium, uh, two and a half watts. And we've got a rainwater tank pump here, 1.4 watts. 
And it's at this point we have to come out to the fuse box here because we can't just plug in the power meter in series with mains equipment anymore. These are like hardwired equipment. I've got uh, four air cons, um, at least one of which has a, a excess water pump um, in it. So they'll be drawing standby. They're not on, but you know, they're going to be drawing standby current. They're sitting there waiting for the remote control to switch them on. And then I've got my solar analytics monitoring system, which I'm actually <laughs> been using to, I showed you at the start, to actually monitor that. So oh, I have to put a clamp meter on or something um, another way to do it rather than just get the differential anyway it's not hugely accurate we're at the lower uh, currents the solar analytics uh, system so that like 120 watts is like man there's a bit of play in that and then of course I've got my Enphase solar system which at night time um, it's going to be consuming some power but I've done a video on that how much do the micro inverters take I'll link that video in up here but once again I can get data sheet values for that I don't have to dick around trying to measure it it's time to get into the depths of the power box with a clamp meter and uh, we can get onto um, like various aircon things and uh, stuff like that. Alright, just have a look at the uh, RMS current of the um, aircons here. We've got three aircons. That's the first one. I think that's uh, two aircons um, in one. So that's 177 milliamps there. That's a decent amount. Of course, that's not going to tell us the uh, RMS power. The next one is 400 and 71 milliamps wow and this one over here oh that one's the newest one we installed in the back room um that's only uh 58 milliamps standby and yes because it's ac it's zeroed anyway i've got 0.13 there um let's switch all of the air cons off there you go 0 0.1 so around about 30 watts for those four air cons uh, you probably can't see that, but the uh, induction uh, cooktop on standby, it's about 38 milliamps. Um, once again, that doesn't tell us the uh, true uh, power because um, this is just a um, RMS current measurement. It's not taking into account the phase relationship um, with the voltage, but uh, yeah, it's not much. Then you've got the wall oven uh, with its clock. That's about off, what, 41 milliamps? Anyway, it does get rather ugly if you try to measure all this stuff. But like if I switch off um, all the air cons, if I switch off the uh, wall oven, if I switch uh, the hot plate. No, I don't think we use that anymore because we got uh, a separate induction cooktop. I can switch off the induction cooktop uh, down here. I can switch off the uh, zappy charger down here. So it's going to draw a uh, significant um, you know, it draws something. It's like we leave it on 24-7 even though it's not doing anything. So we can switch that off. We've got two light circuits here. So we can switch off both the light circuits because um, at least one of those has like a one of those sensor uh, lights on um, standby. Um, so yeah, we can switch that off and we can just have... We've only got uh, two main um, power circuits for the house. So I'll leave those switched on. So I think I've switched everything else off except the um, solar... Uh, inverters at the moment but I know what they take uh, at night from the data sheets and also that uh, measurement video that I did so no worries I just checked with my laptop here and it's still saying 0.12 kilowatts 120 watts so it seems to be I've hit some sort of bottom residual some bottom error limit I guess of the solar analytics monitoring system I'm not sure what the deal is because I've turned off four air cons an induction cooktop and oven and any lighting systems and it's still saying basically the same as what I got before so yeah nah um, unfortunately the uh, tool that we're using here is just it's just not going to cut it 
All right, I gathered all the data here, got it in a spreadsheet, and uh, here's all the items, and here's the uh, power draw in uh, the real power in watts, and I get a 90 watts total here, and then I've also got an associated uh, kilowatt hour per day uh, figure for each particular item, and I have sorted this column by the highest uh, power things first. So you just saw in the clip before this how uh, that solar analytics uh, thing, when it was saying 120 watts, it didn't seem to, it was like, like I'd hit some sort of bottom limit. And I think that was because I'm, I was trying to do that during the day. And of course, the solar analytics uh, system has two current clamps for import and export. And it's trying to get the uh, difference, the differential uh, figure, trying to calculate in real time differential figure between uh, those. And it didn't seem to be working too well. So I suspected it might actually be better at night. Um, and I did it uh, last night and it was actually way better. So just before 11 p.m. here, we switched off absolutely everything. Thing, and it dropped down to 109.4 watts down here. So we've got the resolution. We get an extra digit of resolution on there compared to what uh, the app was giving us uh, before. So you can see 109 watts there, but that's actually 642 um, VA, so apparent uh, power. So, you know, that's like still 2.7 amps, right? You know, the current's got to come from somewhere, but we won't go into that whole deal, right? I'm only being charged for that 109.4 watts there, okay? And then I was able to actually switch off the aircon. So this is what happened, unfortunately, the timer reset um, here. And you can see I was at 109 here, and then it just suddenly dropped down. So I switched off all four uh, air cons using those three uh, switches that you saw and it jumped down to 85 so then I was able to calculate the difference and get a figure for the air cons there which is 24 uh, point two watts there and then I was able to systematically turn off more things turned off the zappy um, and it turns out that there was a three watt differential there and this is actually a good confirmation so that three watts actually matched precisely the data sheet value then I was able to turn the induction cooktop off which has like a capacitive touch sensor thing so it's got some residual power there there it is 0.8 watts there so that's not much then I was able to turn the um, oven off uh, that dropped down to 79 so the oven clock you can see it there 1.6 so I was able to get greater resolution there so that was uh, really cool unfortunately um, I had issues with the five second interval because it'll only solar analytics will only measure five second intervals for seven minutes and even then it was intermittent so that's probably like the 3g coverage because it's got a sim in it and it's got to send the data back it's not like a Wi-Fi uh, thing it sends it over cellular anyway so that was really cool so I was able to actually get all of these things on here it turns out that uh, the lights that sensor light I had I couldn't measure or any uh, really anything major difference in there it was NAF orb so I don't know why there's a differential between the 90 watts which was what I was able to measure and the 109 here so there's 19 watts unaccounted for there don't know. Um, either that's, that's sort of like the lower end error in the solar analytics thing. But the good thing is I was able to measure a differential there in the solar analytics. So when you're measuring a differential, the absolute value doesn't actually matter. It's only the differential. The only way to do that better would be to get a current clamp for my um, MetroHit Energy here. You can see that it actually supports two different current clamps here. You see the little um, symbol in there? It supports a current transformer, so a current output current clamp it also supports a voltage output uh, current uh, clamp as well so it gives you a voltage output proportional to input current but of course if you want to measure if you want the power output here you have to use the current 
uh, transformer over here and it's got different settings in here I can set a thousand to one a hundred to one or a ten to one or even a one to one uh, transformer so but unfortunately I don't have a ready uh, current uh, transformer available I could buy one of course a thousand to one uh, ratio will give you a one milliamp output for every uh, one amp which flows through there but if you're trying to measure low power devices like down in the watt uh, range really you know you'd want like a hundred to one or even a ten to one uh, would be better <laughs> ideally a one to one but you know then it gets difficult um i really could not find a 10 to 1 transformer readily that i could actually buy i'm having difficulty finding a 100 to 1 transformer the ones that you get on solar analytics uh systems and the zappy and all your home monitoring systems they're usually a thousand to one uh ratio current transformer and that might do okay but anyway i didn't have a spare one but i i was able to get you know reasonable uh accurate values that i'm fairly confident in uh using the differential method but yeah i don't know the difference between 90 and the 109 watts I'm pretty sure I got everything in the house I'm pretty confident in that I can't see where you know an extra 19 watts would be going so what's the conclusion here can I actually save substantial uh, power like phantom power by turning stuff off at night well yes and no okay the air cons here um, they're obviously chewing the most at uh, 24 uh, watts here and they're just sitting there like standby but we do actually um, in winter and sometimes in summer winter mostly but sometimes in summertime we have the timer and Mrs. EV vlog sets the timer for like you know 4 a.m. in the morning so you know it's uh, for the kids so it helps yeah apart from that like you'd need some sort of remote control like a timer based relay thing to switch them off at night if you weren't using that so that's kind of inconvenient so you're kind of stuck with that now the nest alarm system of course that's only on at night time really um so in theory you could you know unless we go out uh, during the day and then it'd uh, turn off but it's probably too inconvenient to try and like turn that off and on with some sort of you know timer or some other um, system we don't want to you know go in there and try and switch it off manually when we come in now then you'd forget about it and then it's got to run from the battery back up and then uh, it's just it really gets complicated although you saw that that was a um, just a transformer wall wart so it's an AC output now I could actually um, just maybe uh feed in like a dc uh plug pack for example like a switch mode plug pack into that and might be able to save significant power because i don't think the alarm system's actually taking like the piece like all the circuitry on there you've uh, seen that in the, the repair video i'll try and link that in um here because it caught on fire because one of the ceramic capacitors in there shorted out and boom the magic uh, smoke escaped and all the sensors and things which are power from that they're incredibly low power so i think a lot of uh, that power is just being wasted away in the fact that it's got an ac you know transformer and linear regulators i think so maybe there's something i could do there i might be able to slash that by you know five watts or something maybe um and but the the big two here for my mind are the wi-fi router and mbm modem as i mentioned i don't know why we need these switched on at night we're not downloading you know rare that you know i'd leave a pc on updating at night that's that's no no reason to leave them on so yeah um we could have a simple mechanical or an electronic uh, timer on those that sw simply switches all those uh, the Wi-Fi router and the NBM modem off at midnight or whatever and then comes back on at like 7 a.m. or something just these two alone has a total of 0.36 kilowatt hours per day so you know if you reduce that by a third you know there's 0.1 kilowatt hours if you had a battery system for example 0.15 or something like that um, you might be able to save 
um, per day. So, you know, if you've got a battery backup system, having those things running doesn't seem to be eh, doing anything. Um, the Enphase Envoy, that's uh, 5 watts. That's the Envoy uh, system. I can't I can't see any unless you had like a, you know, a timer in the fuse box or something like that. I don't see how I can turn that off really. Um, and then the garage door motor, um, you could add a timer to that, for example, 3.7 watts. You know, you could turn that off uh, like at night time. But what happens if you have to head out in an emergency? You'd have to like then somehow override that timer and it just becomes logistically a bit hard. Um, yeah, we could certainly um, turn off the um, add a little simple mechanical uh, timer in there. I don't know how much those physical mechanical timers take. I'd have to measure that or an electronic uh, one wouldn't, you know, chew a huge amount. But uh, yeah, you could certainly um, add that and get get rid of three watts there. But you're not talking a huge amount. You're talking 0.07 kilowatt hours per day or something like that. And, and most of the time we aren't using that actually. So it's better if we just like maybe teach the kids to because the switch is conveniently there. So if we just teach the kids to like switch that off and then if they want to you know, use it. It's mostly them. And the Zappy, um, it's got uh, three watts, but um, it uses a big mechanical clunkin' switch. You've seen that big 32 amp switch. That's not designed to be operated every day. So it's not like, oh, when we go out, like it's conveniently right there, but it's not like we can like just switch that off and then switch it back on only when we need to charge the car. It's it wear the switch out. Uh, you know, it's, it's just not designed to do that sort of thing. So, and I don't know, not much I can do there, maybe. Huxley's Planetarium there, it's already got a mechanical timer. I think I need to uh, adjust that actually, so I can save some power there. Those um, stuff outside, um, there's a convenient switch there. So I could actually, um, Mrs. EV blog, every time she wants to use it, can physically just switch it on. The Amazon uh, Fire Sticks um, are two different power consumptions here you'll notice because they use different plug packs. So it depends on which plug pack you got. And stuff like the oven clock, would you worry about that? Not really. Once again, I don't see an easy way to get rid of that. Um, this rainwater pump here, you could switch that off, but it's we have that on a timer-based system. So it uh, does autom automated uh, garden watering and stuff like that. So you know, it'd be inconvenient to sort of switch that off. That Zappy Hub, I don't really use it but it's nice when like it it stores the data um and i've occasionally gone back and used that data so oh, i wouldn't like to use that i've got it so why not leave it you know turned on cordless phones you got to leave on and now we're getting down in into the dregs right like even like the microwave oven for example people talk about that it's only 0.6 watts um the sunny boy and the solar analytics uh, system once again not easy to uh turn off and then you you know things like the, the washing machine and other uh, appliances like that they're really quite low the monitor here 0.25 watts and as i mentioned if you're like pinching every watt um then you know name brand chargers seem to work better than the um, no-name uh, chargers. So, you know, and the dishwasher down here is Nafol and Dyson HEPA filter and stuff like that. And, you know, I did include the toaster there with its leakage current for the <laughs> for the capacitor or whatever's inside uh, the toaster there. Yeah, Nafol. So there you go. It, it's interesting. I can't save a huge amount apart from um, turning the Wi-Fi. I think I definitely will do, I think, the Wi-Fi and NBN modem. But apart from that, I probably wouldn't bother because others are more, like, inconvenient. So there you go. That's interesting. I hope you enjoyed that audit of my house and let us know in the comments down below um, what you've taken. I've mentioned this on uh, Twitter before and people have come back with 
astronomical <laughs> figures. Like, I, I think I'm doing pretty well to have, like, it wasn't 120. I think my the real one, when we switch everything off, it seems to be like 109 watts or even less than that um, ordered in. It could be as low as 90. So round it to 100 watts, uh, for example, is what my house takes standby. I can, and I can get that a little bit lower by taking out the Wi-Fi and NBN uh, modems. So it could get as low as 80 or 90 watts standby let us know what your house is doing so i hope you found that useful if you did give it a big thumbs up as always discuss down below and the ev log forum and thanks to all my patrons who'll help pay for all this catch you next time Hello.